blessings on you, David on the drums, and Anthony on the keyboard, and our leader here. Thank you. Well, tonight it is once again our privilege to have the pastor of uh, the newest church that we started just over three years ago, called what? I know you know. I want to see if they know. Okay. Connect Church of the Nazarene in Ajax, and we thank the Lord for Pastor Yanni, and uh, they've been having some wonderful services uh, during the Christmas time, and we're grateful to have them here tonight. Blessings on you. Thank you. All right, how's everyone doing this evening? All right, Miss Edna is doing well. She's clapping. All right. It's, uh, it's, getting, it's getting a little bit cooler, but all right. It's, it's Canada, I guess. We have to get used to it. And um, tonight uh, I'm going to talk about a topic. We're going to talk about the fresh start. But before we get there, uh, I just, uh, as I was uh, preparing for this message, I was thinking about the fact that uh, these days, how we are surrounded by technology. In our pockets, we have phones. If we go home, uh, we have a TV, what we like to watch. Most likely, we have a PVR. We like to record our stuff, so we can do that every time. We have, uh, so most of us, or some of us are, when you work, you use a computer, you use a laptop. And uh, sometimes, or most of the times, these machines work fine. But there are, there are times when they just don't work and uh, they really frustrate you, right? You want to do something simple and they just not want to do what you want them to do. Say, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just can't figure out what the problem is. You are trying to just send a text or make a phone call or just set the PVR or just you know, change the channel on the TV, but they are not working. So you start, to, you try to figure it out, right? You try to fix it. You try to uh, change a couple of things. You try to push all the buttons on that controller, and it's, uh, it's still not working. Then your next thing you do is you ask your children, right? <laughs> or your grandchildren, because they know, what they do, they know their tech. And if they don't know, if they cannot figure it out, then what you do, that's when you call for technical support. When you call for technical support, what is the number one suggestion they tell you? They tell you to restart it, all right? That's what the first thing they suggest. Have you tried restarting it? If you have a PVR or TV, they recommend you to unplug it and plug it back. If you have a phone, they tell you to turn it off and then turn it on again. Or sometimes they tell you to take out the battery and put it back in. And after you do that, then mo not all the time, but most of the time, guess what? It works. Just like that. It's magic. It's, this, it's the same tech. It's the same technology. And you restart it. You reboot it. You give it a fresh start. And then all of a sudden, now it's working. A couple of minutes before, it had difficulty carrying out just a simple task. And then after that, it's now, oh, all of a sudden, you can, call, you can make a phone call, you can flip the channel, and you can do the regular stuff, and you are happy. And uh, why, is that, why is that? Just a, a simple unplug, a simple restart can make a big difference. And I, I'm not, uh, uh, I don't have a huge knowledge in tech, but they say that after you use a certain things over a period of time, then 
it just, things start to get built up and then the things start to slow down and then when you just pull the plug, it kind of resets everything and then just like that, you can use it again. Well, as the start, as at the start of this 2019, the year of 2019, the question what I have for you today, is this maybe a time for you to have a fresh start with God? In January of this year, is this maybe a time for you to take a look at your relationship with God and say, all right, 2018 was all right. In some areas, I definitely need to improve. And I believe that this is the time when I can have a fresh start with God. Maybe you, can, you want to start with a clean slate. Maybe you want to have a new beginning, a restart. And I believe this is the time when we can kind of focus on, on, on our relationship with God and just start new. And uh, today we're going to read uh, from the scripture. And um, we are going to read from Matthew ch chapter 18, verse 21 to 35. And through this scripture, we are going to talk about the theme will be forgiveness. We are going to talk about how we can start new. And I believe these two things are connected. Forgiveness is, is the first place. And then we're we going to talk about that how is that working with, between us and God. And then how we can move on after that. So Matthew chapter 18 verse 31. And this is what the Bible says. The parable of the unforgiving debtor. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Then Peter, one of the disciples, came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times. No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with, with, with servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in who, owned, who owed, owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay, so his master ordered that he be sold, along with his wife, children, his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him, and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that happened. Then the king called in the man, and had, the man he had forgiven and said, You evil servant! I forgave you the tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the agreed king sent the man to prison 
to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly Father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Amen. Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, as we, for, as we uh, opened up our Bible, we just would like to pray now that you would open up our hearts. Heavenly Father, we are honored that we can read your word. We are so honored that you are communicating to us through your word. And I just would like to pray that you would help us to understand your word, that you would talk to us through your word, and, and we would be able to take your word home and we would be able to live it out. Please bless this time. Please give us clarity. Please help us to focus on you. And please bless this time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's a very, very, very interesting and very intriguing story. Uh, Jesus, many times as he was going around and he was teaching his disciples and the people around him, he would use uh, parables, illustrations. He had a point or two and he wanted to bring them across. So he would use these stories, these illustrations to make those points. And uh, this, is, this is one of those stories. And this story what Jesus is sharing, is, it, it could uh, very well happen back then. Uh, this was very normal. Back then, people, they, there was no bank. So when people needed a big amount of money, guess what? They went there, they went to those people who, who they knew that they had money, they had wealth, so they were able to lend some money. Maybe needed so, a little bit more money to, for their business, to uh, buy a house or, or land or things like that. So they, they would go to these people who had more money and they would uh, borrow money. And, um, and, and we see that uh, in this story, we, we see that there is this master, there is this king, and he is like, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's see who is owing me money. And he invited everyone in. And, and there was this guy and he owed him a lot of money. And then he said, okay, I will forgive you. He showed mercy towards him. And this guy would go home. And then on the way home, he would find, he would meet somebody who owed him money, and then he didn't forgive to that person, and then that person got ended uh, to go to, to the jail, and then others would tell the king that this guy didn't do the right thing, so then he ended up in jail. And uh, so basically, this is the summary of the story, but um, uh, especially the end, it seems a little bit harsh, but uh, we will talk about it a little bit later. So um, there, there were three ways how uh, somebody could pay off debt back then. Uh, the, uh, we know that from, from uh, about 2,000 years ago, that's how it worked. If somebody owed money and they couldn't pay, you could either work to that person until your, pay, your debt was paid. You could go to jail, or you and your family could be sold as slaves. So, so with debt money, you know, the, your debt would, would have been paid. So this is how it worked back then. And also we see that uh, the amount of money. I read the New Living Translation, which is talking about millions of dollars. In verse 24, I believe, it's talking about million to, uh, millions of dollars. In other translations, an NIV, a New International Version, um, it maybe we'll talk about gold. In other translations, we can read about talents. But uh, basically, what we see here is that the debt was so big, that's the, the whole point of this amount. 
is that debt was clearly so big that it was impossible to pay. That guy, that whole family, they could have worked uh, for hundreds and hundreds of years and they could still not pay that debt. Somebody said that this amount of debt, it was like the tax revenue for Galilee, for that whole region for one year. So we are talking about clearly a lot of money. And then in the other hand, we see that the other guy who owed uh, money the, the, a little bit less, it's about one million times less than what the guy owed to the king. So I just wanted to try to put it in perspective that the, these, these two debts are clearly not equal and uh, one of them is one million times less than the other one. But the good news, and, uh, and we see the king and his attitude at the beginning of this illustration, and we, we saw it and we learned that he forgave to these guys. And that's how our Heavenly Father is with us, that he forgave us. He, God forgave you, and God forgave me. And that is just amazing. In this illustration, we see the king who was gracious, and it's so good to know today that we have a God who is gracious to us. Amen. He forgives us no matter what background we are coming from, no matter our past, what we have done. It's so good to know that we can come, we can be honest, we can tell him everything what we have done, and he is gracious towards us and he forgives us. I think this is the right place to start 2019, recognizing God's love towards us, recognizing His attitude towards us, His openness to us, and it is just so awesome. Just like that king, we have a king who would like to forgive us. No matter our, our past, no matter what we faced and what we have done. And uh, there are two ways, uh, if we want to group the ways we can sin against God or how things we want to, uh, I guess, uh, repent. So basically for whatever bad things we have done and God forgave us for whatever good things we have not done. These are the, the two major groups. I guess we could kind of put everything into it. Uh, maybe uh, you broke some rules, you lied to someone, you have done horrible things towards others. Guess what? It doesn't matter. God still accepts you, and God still wants you to come close, bow before Him, repent of your sins, and that will be fine. God is telling you today that it's okay. I know your past, but let's just leave that behind and let's have a fresh start. And uh, the other things that I mentioned, that whatever good things you have not done, maybe there was an opportunity where you were supposed to do something good to somebody else around you, and you just missed that opportunity. And that happens. That's fine. Maybe you, um, you haven't spent enough time serving God or connecting with God this past year. You haven't done enough good things in this, uh, in this matter. And then God, again, He's saying, that's okay. We can move forward from this. Let's leave all these things behind. I really love that uh, with, when we see the amount of debt, what that king just said, oh, it's okay, let's forget about this. It was a huge amount of money. And, and uh, that's just showing us that God loves us unconditionally. And no matter how much bad we have done, God's love is always bigger. 
God's love is always greater. And then when, when we see this big amount of money, the king says it's okay. That's how our Heavenly Father is talking to us. No matter how much bad, how, how bad you were, it's okay. I love you even more. He loves us unconditionally. I really like the Bible verse in Acts chapter 3. It says this, Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Amen. Your sins might be wiped away. I really like this Bible verse and I, I like that how, how when, when I read it, I can, I can see that hand wiping away my sins. When I was in uh, elementary school and even in high school uh, back in Hungary, I am originally from Eastern Europe, uh, we didn't have these fancy whiteboards with, uh, with the pens or, how do you call it, those markers. We had those green uh, chalkboards. The, uh, are you family? I see heads shaking. All right. You know, si sitting in the first row was a punishment because dust is just everywhere, right? And uh, yeah, nobody was allergic back then. And uh, so anyhow, I remember the te teacher would go and write on the, on the green chalkboards and then after, when she or he was done, he grabbed the sponge, and then, and then he or she just would wipe things away like nothing happened. And I think that's, that's how it is in our lives. As we are living our lives and we are doing bad things or we are missing out on good things, this, our, our chalkboard is getting filled. There are more and more stuff on it. And then when we accept Jesus Christ, our Savior, God gives us a fresh start and He wipes away all our past. And it's like nothing happened before. And that's how He's, he's never pointing them out. He's not going to say that, oh, oh, do you remember? No, He says it's okay. You are, if you repent truly, if you are honest with God, your sins are wiped away like nothing happened. And that is just amazing. And then <laughs> we read that it doesn't, it's not happening to us once, but it's, it can happen to us unlimited times. This is how we, it start, uh, the story starts. Peter, one of the disciples, uh, goes to, he goes to Jesus and says, how many times do I have to forgive to my brother or sister? And he says, is it seven? Do you know why he asks or why he says seven? Back then, the custom, the tradition was in, in, the, in the Jewish culture then, then you were supposed to forgive three times. That's what, how they were taught by the rabbi, the teachers, their parents. They said, you have to forgive to the same person three times, and that, and that, that was it. So Peter here is like, okay, well, I'm talking to Jesus, I know free is the rule. I'm going to say a little bit more than free. Let's, let's double it and add to that. So I'm going to ask Jesus, if I forgive seven times, that's enough. So Peter is thinking, okay, I, that's a good answer. That's a good number. And then, well, it's a shocker. Jesus is telling him, no, not seven. He said seven times, 70 times seven, right? Which is basically means that uh, all the time. You cannot keep record of how many times you are forgiving to somebody. It has to, go, it has to be unlimited times, and that's how God is acting towards us. He, he forgives us unlimited time, and that is a good thing. We, we shouldn't abuse it, but we should use it. God forgave you, and because of that, we have to forgive others. Because God forgave us, 
We have to forgive others. We must do that. We have to. It's not an if. It's not a maybe. We have to do that because if we don't forgive others, then it means that we don't even understand what forgiveness is. You can't receive forgiveness from God and then don't do the same with your brothers and sisters. God is, God is watching us and if He sees that you are not doing the same what He has done to you, then He will recognize that something is not right. He will recognize that, that, that just something is, is not right and, and maybe the, your faith or your lifestyle or whatever is just some, something is, is not adding up. And it's really interesting to see here the end of the story, what happens to the guy. He, the, the king throws him into the jail and he gets tortured until his death is paid. And then the very end of the, the scripture, when I said it's, it's a little bit harsh, it says, oh, that's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters. Basically what the scripture is here is saying that if you don't forgive and if you don't exercise the forgiveness towards others, what you experience from God, God is going to take away His forgiveness towards you. He's going to acknowledge that. He's going to recognize that something doesn't add up. And then you are going to have to face the consequences for that. All right? So, so we have to forgive others. And there are a couple of uh, ideas here. You may need to, to mend fences with people close to you. Maybe you have to kind of just ease up and open up towards people around you who have done uh, bad things towards you. Maybe you have people in your life who have done very bad, uh, uh, who have wronged you. Maybe you have to get open towards them. Or maybe you may need to apologize and to ask forgiveness for your own actions and behaviors. And then here's a, the, another one, that you may also need to forgive yourself. I believe that sometimes uh, the biggest problem is that we don't forgive to ourselves. Sometimes uh, we beat ourselves up. We can't move on. And uh, maybe this is the time in the beginning of this year of 2019 when you can just stop blaming yourself and leave whatever is pulling you down, pulling you back. You, you just should leave it behind. And you may also need to just forgive to yourself. So first, I, we really needed to talk about forgiveness. And I believe that is a good foundation, a good start and now we can take a look how we can have a fresh start with God after God, we recognize that God forgave us and now we can have a fresh start with God. Maybe this year of the, of the past year of 2018 was not a good year for you. Maybe you have experienced loss, you experienced difficulties, maybe you just, your, your faith or your relationship with God is just broke down for some reason. And uh, yes, maybe just 2018 was not a year you would like to remember and it affected your relationship with God. Well, guess what? You can start fresh with God. 
I believe this is the time when we can go back to the foundation. This is when we can go back to our Heavenly Father and say, okay, last year I, 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 I got far from you, Heavenly Father. Something happened in my life and I just, I feel that I am far from you now and I would like to get back to you. And I believe this is the time when you can start fresh with God. You can get close to Him again and you can start strong. Sometimes, uh, as I read quotes on the internet, some of them I like, some of them I don't like, but uh, many times I see uh, quotes like this, is that live in, the, live in the present, let go of the past, and don't worry about the future. And uh, partially I agree with this, but uh, partially I don't. And uh, the reason why I don't agree with them can be read in Philippians 3.13, can we go a couple of slides uh, ahead? We have point number three and then letter A or B. There's a scripture there. There you go. Uh, this is what Paul says. I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, and I press on. So when, when we compare this quote to the other quotes we see sometimes, roaming, like going around in the internet or news or in TV. Yes, it is good to leave the past behind and live in the moment, in the present. Life is short, so we have to live in the present. But I believe that we have to look ahead and plan with God rather than living carelessly. We have to plan with God. And what the scripture says here is really good, and I really like it. It says, I have to press on. I have to press on, not just... Just, oh, whatever the future brings, that's fine. No, we forget what is behind. We live in the, the present and we press on to the future. We ask from God, for, for help from God. We plan with Him. And that's how we can start fresh with God, I believe. We forget what is behind and we just ask God to come in to help to us, to improve our lives and, and just to move on. Don't worry about the past, live the present, and plan for the future with God. So yes, so you can start fresh with God, and I also believe that you can start fresh with others. And I'm not only talking about forgiveness here. Maybe you have other issues other than just forgiveness issues with people around you. And I, I, I don't know, these are the things we usually like to hide and keep it from others. But you know it, God knows it, and I encourage you today, at the beginning of this year, you can start fresh with others. And you should totally ask God again to help you through your Holy Spirit. The beginning of the, of the year is, then, is when the gyms are full, right? One of my friends is going to the gym regularly, and he says that he doesn't like to go to the gym in January, uh, the first three or four weeks. And I said, why not? This is when everybody goes to the gym. And he said, well, that's why I don't like it. The gym is packed, or the people are just there. They, they, you know, it's just so hard to work out. And then after three or four weeks, guess what? They are, it's, it's, it goes back to how it was before, right? And uh, this is just the way it is. This is when everyone likes to buy those, uh, you know, exercising t-shirts. 
really, you know, nice colored uh, yoga pants, whatnot, and then all of a sudden, three weeks later, everything is back to normal. But I see other examples as well. I see other examples when people would actually put in the time, put in the energy, put in the, the work, and I see amazing transformation take place in some people's life if, if they persist and if they don't give up and if they keep going. And I believe that it's true with our relationships with people around us. If we put in the energy, if we put in the time, if we don't mind to do a little work, I believe that our relationships with others can be restored with the help of God. You can start fresh with people around you, and, and it's just amazing. God can lead you to an unbelievable relationship restoration. And it's not coming from you, it's not coming from, from me, it's coming from the powerful Holy Spirit who is in your heart, who would like to help you, and uh, the Holy Spirit is in you, and through your Holy Spirit, everything is possible. Maybe there are relationships around you and you say, oh, it's, it's so broken. There is no way, there is no reason for me to invest energy or time into this relationship. But get, guess what? God, said, God, God is telling you, never say never. It might seem impossible, but with, with, with my help, everything is possible. The Bible says, if God is with us, who is against us. Everything is possible with him. So I believe that you can start fresh. And I would like to encourage you. I would like you to be encouraged be, and start with a clean slate this year. I believe that we are created to be in good and strong relationships with people around us. Life is so short. We... Uh, we see that in our prayer list. We see it in the news. One day, somebody is around us, and the next day, they are gone. I believe that we have to spend uh, as much energy and time we can to try to fix relationships around us. We are created to be connected with people and with God, and we, just, we, we can never give up on people around us. And uh, I, I hear many, many times when uh, somebody passes away and then I, I, we as pastors go and visit. And one of the things I hear very often is that I, I wish that I could have talked to that person bef before he or she passed away. And now I cannot go back in time. I cannot go back and I cannot fix my relationship. And, then, well, and that's when you, you, we cannot do anything. The person is gone and you just can't fix. So I I'm, I'm just would like to encourage you, start with a clean slate and start fresh with others around you. It's going to be a huge blessing to you. Uh, at Christmas time, it's one of our Christmas tradition uh, with uh, my wife and son that we watch Home Alone. Do you know that movie, Home Alone? And uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. Yes, uh, there are many reason why people like to watch it. It has a Christmas theme. But one, one uh, story in that movie, I really like it, when there is the, the guy who shovels the snow, the, the neighbor, and then he is not talking to his son because they, are, they had a fight 10, 20 years ago. 
And, uh, and because of the little guy tells the, the grandfather, go, go and talk to your son. Fix it. Start fresh. And at Christmas, that guy, you know, the, who actually saves uh, uh, Kevin, I, I think Kevin, right? Uh, saves Kevin. He actually goes and talks to his son. And then, and then at one scene, Kevin is looking out the window, and he can see the old guy going and talking to his son and grandson and the families together. And uh, obviously, it's not a major scene in the movie, but I really like that. And I, I believe that's what we are talking about here. We, had, we have to and we can start fresh with others. Well, uh, these are the four truths I wanted to bring you today. God forgave us. We have to forgive others. We can start fresh with God. And we can start fresh with others. Amen. Amen.